Toy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. Welcome to Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. G'day, Trent here, and it is fantastic to have your company today for episode... Two, one, three. This week on Toy Power, we hit up all the latest news, and then we jump into a vintage toy line retrospective. Joining me today in the Toy Power studio, we've got Ben. G'day, g'day. Darren. Hello, everyone. Frank. Hiya! And a very, very, very special guest who's close to all of our hearts, Mr. Scott. Hey guys, thanks for having me back. Anytime you want to use Patreon money to have me on the show, I'm in! <laughs> <laughs> Shh, don't spoil the secret. Yeah. Oh. That's how this, this thing works. Now, uh, Scott, something of yours in the room, potentially? Yes, guys, I'm, uh, I'm a little distressed. A friend of mine has gone missing. He's, um. uh, he's a football player. He's about three and three quarter inches high. Answer to the name of the fridge. Last seen in the vicinity of Trent's toy room. Have we seen him? Do we have any updates? It's been, it's been what, three weeks now and we haven't found him. I tell you what, it's, yeah. uh, this is, I think, the, the longest it's gone on yeah. with mm-hmm. the yep. fridge. Yep. And, and maybe that speaks to something of the chaos that was my toy room. Yep. Um, but hopefully we can track him down. I think it should also, it's also worth mentioning that, yes, we are actually recording in Trent's toy room. We didn't just, like, you know, look in through the door and go, whoa, we can't get in there. <laughs> this would be Mark's the first time in how how many, how long would you say since Four we've recorded? Four years. <laughs> no, it's not that long. <laughs> oh, well, you know, yeah, since we've recorded, probably in, about In this room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, yeah. good job, man. You've, um, for, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like there's a lot more open toys than there was previously. Is that fair to say? There is a lot more open toys on display. I did some opening, which was quite therapeutic. Nice. Um, but yeah, but I guess, Ben, thank you for throwing down the gauntlet because it really inspired me to kind of get into it and, and do it. Like, it was a, we're trying to talk before about how long this took to get into this state, and I'm clocking it, I reckon, 40 hours of hard work, and that includes, you know, pick, packing toys and sending out toys that I disposed of and got rid of to make room. I've got like a section of the house that is now like a, a selling in progress. So when you kind say of area. disposed of, we're talking landfill or No, no, no. <laughs> all gone to good homes, rehomed, yeah, rehomed yeah. and rehoused. Excellent. So no, and, it's all all good news. And I, I could see this was your end goal. Like I, I you know, and I put the challenge, I gave you a time frame and you've smashed it. It mm. and you've done it in such a fashion that you've still got all of your toys in here, so to speak. So, like, I can see now, instead of the Starcom on the floor in the corner on the left-hand side of the toy room, it's now beautifully displayed on, on, the, the, on the shelf and things. You've got right next to your Battle Beasts and your Monster in My Pockets and things which were sort of floating around the room, you know, at different stages. And uh, it just, it is phenomenal. Uh, we're going to do a Facebook Live. I mean, it will be gone by the time uh, you know <laughs> you this, this? <laughs> this uploads but uh, it'll be on Facebook tune in to have a look around uh, and see what we see uh, right now it's amazing I've got to say words do not do justice we can't use words to describe what we're seeing here this is inspiration or inspiring it yeah. really is it's almost too distracting <laughs> <laughs> so, so if we throw to Scotty we might just be a bit, uh, 30 seconds of silence before yeah. he sort of you know, comes back to reality just slap me, boys. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. It's fantastic to... Like, I think this is, you know, what we collect so we can kind of enjoy and immerse ourselves with the toys and with all those nostalgic feelings. So it's wonderful to be able to get back in here and, and, and a few new additions. So Vintage Star Wars, that's mm. the first time ever on display for those guys. And and that's getting business end uh, of the Star Wars collection. We, we've never done a Star Wars retrospective, I think, because we, we're too scared by it. Oh, None of us are daunting as. absolutely, you know, we, we all love Star Wars and we've all got a few figures, but no one has the knowledge to do it justice, so we need to bring on a special guest. But there's like, I think at the last 17, the last yeah. 17 yeah. Star Wars yep. figures yes. are pretty tough to come by. And I tell you what, that that is the challenge. Like, oh, cool. you've got the... Yep. Um, mm. yep. 
Amanaman, the, the sort of weird green and yes. yellow thing from Jabba's with the palace. Staff, yep. um, with the staff, yeah, that's right. And you've got a cu- couple of things there towards the end. Like, I still need a Luke in his Stormtrooper outfit and a few mm. things like that. But, uh, yeah, fun, cool. fun exercise. Excellent. All right, should we jump into some news? Three, two, one. Cue music. So, what have you got for me? And I think this is something I didn't think was going to be coming, but it makes perfect sense uh, with Ghostbusters Afterlife right around the corner. We're getting new Ghostbusters classics figures from Hasbro under kind of their Kenner throwback line. So real Ghostbusters. Real Ghostbusters, which is fantastic. And look, very, very clever move to put out the Ecto-1 having had Wave 1, I guess, giving us all four Ghostbusters. So nice, Ecto-1. Fearsome Flush is really, really cool to get. Hey, 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 keep the toilet jokes to yourself. <laughs> no, <laughs> we, we don't do toilet humor, right, do we? Right, right, that's song? reserved uh, for Chris Fresh, I believe. <laughs> yeah. And Bug Eye, the purple ghost with that eyeball in his forehead. What are our thoughts on Wave 2 of Classics? I, I, I'm not a big Ghostbusters fan, but I think this is fantastic. Mm. Seeing how much the Ecto-1 went for uh, yep. on uh, Jay and Rob's you know, toy adventures, action figure adventure, it, it goes without saying. There's huge demand for an Absolutely. Ecto-1. And you know, if your Ecto-1 in your collection is yellowed and things, which yep. is it's prone to do, you could grab this one and have it as a showpiece instead and keep your you know original somewhere else, so to speak, just so you can... Uh, have one a beautifully displayed version and i mean they've done the four uh, characters the main characters and things why not give them give them a vehicle to yep. uh, move around in and some fun and some uh, different ghosts as well yep. other than the you know the a-listers yeah yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. so fantastic yeah. i'm all in on this um oh. i managed to get all of way one largely thanks to trent in more ways than one he um, help me square those off. So yeah, I can't wait for this, and I don't have an Ecto one, so oh I'm cool, that's awesome. Excited, yep. Yep. Um, you know, even if it, I have to go to eBay, you know, it's, it's going it's to be, be far less, cheaper, isn't it? It's going to be far cheaper <laughs> than the vintage one. So yeah, I'm delighted. Get all that beautiful box art. It's a pretty exactly. authentic looking box from the from the looks of it. Yeah, no, I'm I'm super stoked. I've got an Ecto one up there that is is yellowed. And, and just, yeah, having a pristine white one, having one in the box would be fantastic. Um, what are our thoughts? I don't know how well Wave 1 has done. I think these are warming the pegs in a lot of places in the United States and in Canada. Are they hoping probably that with a bit of a tie-in the, for the yeah. new film? The, 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 movie, of, yeah. the movie has to come out. Yeah. And then I think you'll see a bit of a resurgence on buying them. And if the movie does really well, you'll even have more people potentially buying them. So... Uh, I just think the movie the movie's been you know postponed that many damn times it's over a year now since the initial release date so mm. it's just got to come out it's got to blow everyone's expectations and then yep. I think the toy line will you know follow through yep. accordingly. I couldn't agree more and if I can manage to get the real Ghostbusters um, animated series on a streaming service in the lead up to that then I think that'll that'll help push it along nicely too this question just quickly on movie tie-in figures in a COVID environment where you've got large delays, like we said, a year. Like, I've got some June figures of a movie that now had a release date of end of 2020, which has now been pushed out to kind of end of 2021. Mm. And what does that do for kind of the merch on mm. this stuff that, you yeah, know, correct. kind of hits and there's no movie? So people are going, well, why would I kind of buy it Black, if I don't know Black what the Widow's movie's another like? one. That, yeah. that yeah. whole wave's yep. been out and people are like... You know, some of those are, are new characters to the MCU, and you go, mm, "I may not be keen to buy it." But then, I'm, but then potentially, you see the movie and go, "That character's really cool. I want that sort of thing." So, yeah, it's a it's a rough time to be trying to do movie tie-ins. That's for sure. All right, let's move on to uh, loyal subjects. Now, uh, this is a bit of an interesting one. They unveiled a whole bunch of licenses, uh, including but not limited to our favourite Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, we've got some pop uh, rock stars, not pop stars. My my apologies. We've got uh, Kiss. We've got Ozzy Osbourne. There's also Avatar: The Last Airbender. Uh, Beetlejuice figures done in the animated style, yeah. which is nice to see. Uh, some Buffy stuff, even some Gremlin stuff. It's a real mishmash of licenses with these. Now, 
part of the controversy with these has been the price point. I think, I believe even the, the four turtles are going to set you back, and it does seem to vary depending on where you look, but anywhere from 80 to, to $90 for for allegedly highly articulated figures, I believe they run around the five-inch sort of yep. scale. Yep. So, well, so how much, all four for eighty, ninety dollars. Yeah, okay. That's what I've I've heard as well. These are US. sorry. Is that US price? Or that's Australian. Okay. I've heard these are almost rip-offs of the SH Figarts. Well, that's uh, the first yeah, thing yeah. I thought when I saw them. Yep. I was like, that that's the SH Figarts yep. moulds, yep. right? Yep. Like so. But, however, the controversy behind these, great prices and things, mm, ex- incredibly ex- fantastic yeah. uh, lineup of characters and things. However, uh, Nick Wood from The Fush picked up some in hand and gave a, gave a bit of a review. And, you know, they're usually kind of positive oh, they're on and point, things. Right? Yeah. yeah, and he couldn't say many nice things well, about... Well, do you uh, want to read out that quote? I think we've got a quote from so here. So, the sculpting is somewhat of the worst I have seen in a long time. And while they have the articulation points, the engineering is so bad, both figures have legs that straight fell off upon opening. Oh, my God. Yep. Mm. Wow. So, what, which one exactly are we talking about? Which one did he have? I don't know, to be completely honest. I think well, it was even some other figures that weren't in part of this announcement. Right. Uh, was it Napoleon Dynamite? Yes, I think yes, I saw? correct. Yes. yes, it was that. Yeah. Yep. And yep. they had what is... Because the, the pictures we're looking at are the sort of... Renders. The renders. Yep. So, they're done on a computer. And he had that picture alongside his actual toy of Napoleon Dynamite poles apart yes, like yep, I'm, I'm not yep. sure what sort of machine they're using to churn these things out but it did not look very good well it, it makes you wonder because like I saw I was probably the Avatar the Ang. Mm. I loved the look of and these animated Beetlejuice to me was something so refreshing yep. to see you know that animated series got figures by Kenner back in the day but they weren't super accurate these are really accurate representations of the animation and then to see that Napoleon Dynamite kind of render yep. next to the actual figure. It it was almost like I kind of I felt bad. Mm. I just felt bad for the fact this thing had been allowed. I, it, it made me question the poor person that kind of had to go. Yep, we're ready to send, send these out. out. Like oh, let yes. let these <laughs> yeah. like tell tell the factory we're all clear go, to go, go on yes. on this because and clearly. You mentioned the, the cheap price point. <laughs> he, he was like, no, no. <laughs> and the factory like, cool. guy's like, cool, go, go. <laughs> Clearly, the price point is a factor in that. Yeah. And, and the yeah. Napoleon Dynamite, it was one of these things where the figure's got glasses, and glasses can be hard to do at certain scales, but the paint apps on the face mm. just, were, just were, they were horrendous. Yep. So I'm not holding out much hope for this... Ang. A lot of people, when they saw this Ang, were like, oh, maybe this will be the line that Diamond Select didn't deliver on. They'll mm-hmm. give us the character depth and a bit more. Uh, I think it's probably not going to be that line, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. No. Maybe this is a line that was dedicated for Wish.com. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> pretty, pretty much. You'll That's, be able to order them on Zavi really quickly, I'm uh, sure. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right, moving on. So we've got some Necker Gremlins, and I'll be the first one to say that we have seen countless variations and such of the Gremlins action figures from the both films. So uh, some more iconic than others, but Necker have certainly smashed this new reveal out of the ballpark, which uh, what has been dubbed in an, as an all-new accessories pack. What has been revealed is Gizmo in his hot pink Barbie sports car, right? Paying homage to the final fight scene in the original 84 film. Uh, There will be additional items in this pack. However, no details as yet to what they could be. And also, I just want to mention there's no uh, Barbie, you know... uh, no, there's no licensing, know, licensing or imaging, or on, it, imaging no. on the actual sports car. Was there in the film? Yes, was it, it, was. it was a Barbie I'm pretty car, sure it was, really yeah. Yep. Yeah, because uh, he jumps in there. And this has been done, you know, like little, uh, no point, you know, like little static PVC figures and things of Gizmo in the car. It's right. never, I've never seen anything so articulated. Tell me before. about this. Is this, do you get the car or yes. do you get the Gizmo as no, well? No, you get, I'm pretty sure you get everything. Right. Everything you and, see and in this, this picture. Is this scale to anything we've got? I believe previously? it would be. I believe it would be uh, scaled to your um, ultimate gremlins. Right. And your, so this oh. will be quite large. Yes. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I reckon that's... this would be about one hundred and twenty dollars Australian, right? At a you know guessing, and I, uh, from what I have seen, it comes with uh, more accessories yet to be advised. So okay. what mm. those accessories could be, I have no idea. But it's Very exciting. Cool. I think this is awesome because it's a fairly iconic 
uh, part of the film, you know, the finale. Absolutely. And uh, it's, you know, it's kind of cool, you know, oh, it, it's... It's appealing, I yeah. think. Oh, definitely. Something yeah, different, yeah. but anyone who knows their gremlins will know yeah. exactly where it's from. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. All right, moving on to my beloved Marvel Legends. We're talking about the uh, villains wave that has uh, been unveiled. Now, originally we saw uh, pictures of Arcade and Dormammu, I think, much earlier when they the whole wave hadn't been announced. We now have pictures of everything. We get a Doctor Doom in his white outfit. We get the Scientist Supreme. We get the Hood. We get Lady Deathstrike. We get Red Skull in an outfit I'm not overly familiar with. And the builder figure for this wave is Z- Zemnu, is that right? Zenu. Zenu, is that mm-hmm. how you pronounce it? Yeah. Right. So, um, Looks a bit th- like Snowman of Hook Mountain from Thundercats, does, doesn't, doesn't it? It's, it's very sort of, yeah, frost, bad version of Frosty the Snowman. <laughs> yeah, Do- Dr. Doom's been hanging out with the Predators and uh, got himself a trophy, you know, he a does. skull and it, uh, He comes with trophy. an accessory that wouldn't look out of place in a Mortal Kombat game. Mm, it's a spine right. and yep. a, with a skull attached yep. to it. Yep. So, Oh, there's some DLC for Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Dr. Doom! Dr. Doom. <laughs> wow. Look, um. Correct me if I'm wrong, Scotty. You, you know pretty well your Toy Biz sort of era Marvel Legends. Is this the first wave we've had that's all villains? Best of my watch, yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah, which I think is, is very it, appealing. Yeah, I think it's great. <laughs> there's some characters that we've never had before. Obviously, there's some reuses with uh, Skull and, and Doctor Doom and stuff. Um, I don't know much about the Builder figure guy. I believe he's a Hulk villain, is that Yeah, right? that's right. I think it's from the current Immortal Hulk run. Okay. But he does originate many, many eons ago as, yep. a, as a character throughout Marvel. Yep. Nice. Um, yeah, there's stuff like the hood we've never had, um, which is actually a really clever reuse when you look at the pictures. It's essentially that uh, body of the Stan Lee figure we got mm-hmm. with a new head, you know, a more, much more angry villainous head, and a red hood. And cloak, so it's actually um, really well done. Lady that's, Deathstrike, that's walked straight off the '92 like X Men show, in my opinion. Much, like yeah. she's yep. very, very spot on. And that Dormammu is straight out of the uh, straight out of the '60s, I believe, in terms of that look. So, yeah, I've I've only ever bought I think make one sort of wave in one go. I'm considering making this wave number two. Oh, because cool! Yeah, you're keen. As, yeah, as much as I don't know the the builder figure, I just think he looks cool. He, he looks does. fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a really cool looking figure. Yeah, very good. Several toy companies have made the Thing toys, right? The Thing, John Carpenter's famous uh, film, like absolute one of my favourite horror films ever made. Uh, but mainly uh, they've made monster creatures. So, you know, Spawn, uh, McFarlane, and I think Sorter Toys did them and things yep. and a couple of others, I'm sure. However, NECA are finally giving us the lead character, RJ McReady, played by none other than Kurt Russell. I mean, you know, <laughs> how many Kurt Russell figures uh, are out there? Not enough, I say. Um, this is an ultimate figure and will be uh, packed in with hats, beanie, shotgun, lamplight, and even a bottle of whiskey and glass. Right, uh, due for release later in this year, and you can have him in essentially four different poses just by accessorizing him in different ways. I just think this is amazing, and I just, uh, I hope you know this is a sign of things to come because we're missing. You know, this is obviously Kurt Russell and things, but we're mm. still to this day missing most of the Marines from the Predator films and things. And I mean, it all comes down to licensing and that. Sure. But uh, I just think this is fantastic. And this is only going to drive those monster versions of the thing. Oh, the price up. Uh, price up. Oh, yeah. You know, all the McFarlane sort of, you know, you name it. Uh, that's been, you know, maybe 20 years old now. So, yes, in, it'll be interesting. Are you? Is this something that could fit into your collection? I, I love this film so much. And I could just buy this. Would, I'd be almost happy just to buy him yep. by himself. So I'd be interested. Uh Depending on price, you know, if it's the sixty dollar mark, I'll be happy. If it's you know pushing that eighty dollar mark, yep. I might pass on it. But, mm. uh, yeah, we'll see. Okay. We'll see. Yeah, I do. I do really, really like this film. So, and even the um, the prequel is uh, holds its own, I think, as well. So, which yep. is also called the thing, <laughs> <laughs> just to make things nice and confusing. Yeah. Yep. Yes. So, how amazing was the creature from that movie? It's pretty, uh, pretty indestructible. Yeah. 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 Almost uh, invincible in a way. Yeah. yeah. Almost. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> That's a segue, boys. Boom, boom. (laughs) 
So coming up in uh, in a few days, March 26, we've got the uh, Invincible animated series deba- yes. debuting on Amazon Prime, and I am super pumped for this. It looks so awesome. They've dropped a couple of trailers, and it is everything that the comic book has delivered in spades. Absolutely amazing. Blood, guts, action, you name it. It's there. It's all great. Wicked. So it does anyone... look good, doesn't it? It so looks fantastic. I was going to say, for anyone who doesn't know this property, because it is a bit of a bit of a, more of an underground one, do you want to just give yeah, us a is. quick so play by play? This is a, it's an image comic book. It's uh, 144 issues. It's shut and done. It's all finished. The run is done. It's by Robert Kirkman, Corey Walker, and Ryan Otley. And it has a cult following, and hopefully this show helps boost it to the next level and bring it to mainstream. Essentially, it's a it's a superhero coming of age story, but it's it's blood and guts. So it's a little bit more adult. There's a little bit of language involved, and it's going to be a bit full on for kids. But this is going to be something special, I think, that will uh, highlight it, bring it into the mainstream. It's got quite a cast of yeah. voice actors. Uh, we've got Steve. Ewan, hopefully I got that correct from uh, from The Walking Dead. He was uh, he was Glenn in The Walking Dead. J.K. Simmons, Mark Hamill, yep. Sandra O, oh, Seth Rollins, Walter Goggins. I think it's going to be uh, yeah. quite quite good. And look to go with the show. There's a couple of figures that have been announced by Skybound and Diamond Select. They have Invincible and his father Omni Man scheduled for release uh, middle of the, middle of the year. Both figures come with interchangeable hands, an accessory, and an angry posed face as well. <laughs> cool. It's cool. good. Like, it's really good to be getting some more figures from Invincible um, because I think McFarlane or someone did. There's a really small run. Yeah. And, yeah. Really, and they had like the regular version and then the bloody, bloody version of them. Yes. And they were just. So, I remember looking at them at the time and I just couldn't hunt them down. Yep. So, and these ones look very, very nice. So, great to get some. Figures in that. In that They'll space. be on my shelf. I'm, I'm all over yeah. this. This is, this is speaking to me in a big way. Wicked. Um, now we also had a new trailer for a video game, which I didn't quite know when I started watching this. It what was going like a on? New cartoon I thought series, it might have been it? a new cartoon. Oh, we are talking so about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Shredder's Revenge, and what? Who did the uh, the, the singing? I did. <laughs> yeah, the, new, the, the theme song was yeah. done by a very famous. Uh, I, I forget the name. The, of the last guy, time but... you missed an episode, yeah, that's right. You were laying that's down right. that track. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yep. Um, but some beautiful, like, really nice to see it animated in kind of like with modern animation techniques, but really nostalgic looks. P- paying homage to the opening credits, essentially Pretty opening much. Uh, intro, and uh, they just nailed it with the, with a few tweaks and things, which I always appreciate. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Bringing it into the twenty first century. Which... Well, not just that, just keeping it original. Like that's the yep. thing I was so drawn to with the two thousand three uh, Ninja Turtles is that they it was the com- Mirage comic Eastman Lard comic book storyline. But they tweaked it, you know, mm. and and I was like, I love this. I yes. can't get enough of it. And what kept me coming back? Now, my only other question with this new game is, how, how are we going to play it? Yeah, I don't know. Like it was PS5 like, and, where, where and is um, it? Nah, surely it, it'd be. It's on all the consoles. Oh, be cool. Everything. Okay, so it's probably your Switch as well. Yep. Um, it doesn't need yeah. massive processing no, power. I, by I, the looks I of didn't it, think but, it would, yeah. but I was just concerned that it was a n- next new right. gen yeah. release or something I didn't know I'm just this was part of my okay. question tonight mm. so no, that's yeah. a fair point yep. Yep. I'm very excited by this uh, the turtle, the original Turtles Arcade and the sequel Turtles in Time were big parts of my Turtles experience growing up yep. um, just as prevalent for me as the 87 cartoon and the oh it the, was up there the wasn't 1990, it yeah um, movie trilogy um, and you, you know, um, it made me want to buy the toys just as much as anything else. Um, the deeper you got into those games, the more you're like, yeah, I want that figure. I want that, you know. So it kind of immersed me in the line, much like everything else. So I'm very, very excited for this. I, I think, you know, it's going to be absolutely awesome. Cool. So before we have everybody right in who's probably screaming uh, in their cars right now, going, Oste's, oh my God, Austin Oste in particular mental, I was thinking yeah. of. Uh, the singer we're talking about is Mike Patton. He is most famously uh, one of the singers from Faith No More. So it was a, it's a very sort of uh, metal-inspired uh, cover, and it's wonderful to listen to. Um, what do you think about the title? Your boy Shredder's there, Ben. Yeah. Is, uh, yeah. is this going to be like a, from a storyline perspective, do you think it's going to be some sort of, what's the revenge for? 
Oh, well, because they're, you but know, mutant got... turtles. So, you know, like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing because he got defeated in, in the two previous games. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Ben's no. not going to know what to do if he plays this. Does he fight yeah. to win or does he let He's going to get all the way win? to the last level and then just let go of the controller. Yeah, let Shredder win. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Shredder got his revenge. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm keen. I'm, I'm very interested. I'd love to, uh, yeah, see what this when this comes out. So mm. Very good. All right, so that was Black Series news and we've got some new figures in a, what looks to be kind of like a new series of, of releases titled The Publishing Figures. So this is drawing on inspiration from different comic books and that kind of published material. We've got four figures in this wave. Darth Maul, Carnor Jax, who is like a kind of imperial guard. He's got like the um, the red... He looks a little bit more militarised, but he's got sort of the imperial guard red helmet that we, we know and love from uh, Return of the Jedi. There's a Luke Skywalker in there, and we're getting Bucky O'Hare, Yay. which is fantastic. Don't which you mean I think... it's Jazz Jackrabbit? Sorry, yeah, yeah, Jack- Jackson. Is it Jackson? Um, so yeah, from the, the... from the Marvel comic book series, is yeah. that correct? Yeah, yeah. which yeah. is which is super cool, and it's one of these ones where he's done in a super cartoony style yeah. in yep. the animation, but they've made him more realistic yeah. in the figure. So it's just kind of yeah, life. that's yeah. right, really cleverly done. Now. These feature a new box design, yes. which is kind of like the old box with like a flap put on the front, and it showcases all that kind of beautiful artwork from the comic book. So really, really cool. I, I suspect that new box style is just for these publishing figures. Yep, yep. yep. And, and we'll continue to get the kind of clear window look for the regular figures, but that's pretty exciting. I, I think the, the Luke Skywalker looks to be kind of like a Dagobah Luke repaint. Um, just done in kind of a black. He's sort of wearing a black singlet and pants, but very cool for the Star Wars fans out there. Absolutely. The McFarlane uh, wave based on the Zack Snyder's Justice League figures minus Wonder Woman are up for pre-order. They're coming out in June 2021, and Stephen Wolf and um, Darkseid are $39.99 and much larger figures and May I just say, I'm all in on this wave. Why are we missing Wonder Woman? I think because they did her as part of 84. 84, yeah. right. Yes, okay. Okay. The figure would be largely the same. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yep. the I've same seen some group, I've seen some group shots of all of them. Wonder Woman is there, and it's pretty much the same figure. Okay, that yep, that's done. fair enough. Yep. yep. But a lot of people that knew this was coming were like, I've got to go and get that Wonder Woman 84 figure. Yes. To yeah. complete my Justice yeah. League. Yep. So you've got to sort yep. of plan in advance. Yeah. And I think... Yeah. She was... I don't think she got... I never saw her in stores no. here. Mm. No. Uh, pop culture had her for a bit, but I think she's long since sold out. So yeah. you gotta got to try and assemble the league. Yeah. You know, you got <laughs> to do a Batman. Hey, just quickly while we're on Justice League, thoughts. Thoughts on the Snyder Cut. This has been, what, like almost uh, 2016 we got Justice League theatrical mm. release? 2017. 2017. So like a four-year... Four campaign people fighting for it hashtags release the Snyder Cut it's finally it's finally happened what are our thoughts just high level thoughts yeah keeping in mind Darren, that uh, you go first. keeping in mind Scotty hasn't Scotty. seen it all and probably yeah. people out there are probably still not, working not, their way through it's going it. to take, take about two weeks to get through <laughs> <laughs> it's only about a couple of days old here as we record Darren yeah, look, I really enjoyed it. I was so hyped for this going in. Obviously, you know, I watched Man of Steel and Batman vs Superman Ultimate Edition lead up to it and some of the other DC films, including theatrical cut of Justice League. It was great um, to see a filmmaker sort of make th- their vision a reality without any studio interference and, and just sort of see what, what their vision would look because that's so rare with big-budget uh, blockbuster tentpole films these days so it was really really cool to see that i enjoyed much of it i, I thought it sort of much of it not all of it <laughs> yeah look um you know I, I, it's hard for me you can't say it it's conflicting it's, it's, yeah it's hard for me to single out too many flaws at the moment but um <laughs> But, you know, um, I'll go back and look at it again and, and watch it. You know, I'll take another spare. week off of work and watch time? it. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but, yeah, look, I, I, you know, look, you know, it's what I wanted it to be. You know? Is it a better film than the theatrical I release? think it is, yeah. personally. But, you know, I'm... It, does it, does it make it... If, if the theatrical re- release is a much maligned film and, and highly criticised and, and rates poorly on Rotten Tomatoes, 
is this film just the greatest film or or does it is it stuck with you know the baggage of that original film I think well, that'll hold it back for some people won't even look at it because no 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 but regardless one now that you've watched it what what I'm trying to say is does this cut just make Justice League a brilliant film or is it was it always just going to be kind of like a kind of I, a tepid, I, I, tepid I would, kind of... I wouldn't say brilliant, but I, I certainly would say it's a, it's a, go- it's a very good, very, very good version, film. Right. Four hours, yeah. uh, I'll be, you know, very quick to say it's too long, right? Mm-hmm. It's too long. There's a certain, like, singing and things that could be uh, cut <laughs> oh, out of it. But uh, overall, the story is definitely there. Yeah, yeah. The, the character build-up is there. All those sort of things, the origin of Cyborg and mm. the you know introduction of Flash and things like that. Where it very, felt very, very rushed well. in yes. the yep. theatrical release. Yep. It feels a lot more natural, yes. doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. so yeah. I, all those things are really good. Um, yeah, I, I really, really enjoyed it. I probably not don't have the time to watch it a second time you know that's that's my only issue because four hours I had to watch it over two sittings mm. I can't sit down that long uh, I don't have the patience and uh, yeah I but just, it, yeah. it made more sense to me like it, it, this is not really a spoiler but every what I could see as half hour the screen would go black mm. and there'd be a title card yep. Yep. and it almost felt like they were episodes yes yep. half yep. hour episodes eight of them or, or thereabouts yeah and that to me seemed like a very, you know, if, we, if you if this was a, a television show, and you'd be like, oh, I watched the first episode, I want to see the second one. Yeah, I think would I, it would it be long then? No, no, no like no, you'd be like, oh, that was that was great. That was about that yeah. was a season. Ta- taking yeah. a snippet out of the Marvel book, yep. I think if they released it in those episodic uh, versions yep. that you just pointed out, I think there were six or something, seven in, six, seven yeah. in to- six or seven, seven whatever, yeah. and an epilogue. Um, and uh, I think if they released them weekly, yep. right, gave kept the hype going yep. uh, it Great. would have been yeah. uh, and, and I think really they wanted cool. to do that yep. I don't know what the release schedule yeah. was going to be but they yep. to change it from a movie to a TV yep. show was problematic from yep. a yeah from I get a, it storytelling because no, no, I think no no no, no. it was a not storytelling but from an actual like licensing was it yeah like not I don't know licensing is the right word but the filmmakers guild hmm. you know obviously to make a film ah, you pay okay, yeah, whatever yeah. you pay your actors film Credits, right? You can't then and turn then, it into a TV right? Show. Well, you can, yeah. but you're like saying, "Oh, yep. now yep. your contract that was for a film is now actually for a television show." So it became legally, okay, yeah, legally yeah, very yeah. hard to actually call it now a TV show. So it had to yep. be because there are certain actors that won't do television, right? Right, you know, exactly. because they feel they've 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 achieved a level of success in their career that yep. be beyond and above television, sure, which is still frowned upon um, as a medium. It shouldn't be, but it is. So those, uh, compared... those, those actors are wankers, is yeah. that what you're saying? <laughs> well, I'm not, not saying that. I'm saying it shouldn't be frowned upon. It's not just actors. A lot of people... I'd argue in the last live, five years, we've seen figure, better yeah, performances yeah. on TV yeah, yeah. than we have at okay. the movies. What, what, did, you, what did you think of it, frowned upon TV as well, not just actors. Yeah, all right, all right, chill, chill. <laughs> I didn't call you a wanker. <laughs> um, look, I, no secret, I'm the, the Marvel fanboy in the room here, so I went into it, and I actually had to force myself to go, do you know what? Don't go in with a negative mindset. Yep. Just just delete what you know and just take it as it comes. Um I'm probably a bit like Ben. This and to answer your question, Trent, this is the best version of this movie we're yeah. going to get. Yeah, it's not perfect. It's not the save. It's not as some articles on Collider.com may have you believe. It's not better than Avengers movies all put strung together. It's not the savior of the DC universe. It's not those things. Is it well better than what we saw in the theater? Absolutely. Yeah. Much more watchable. Any movie that is has one director as opposed to two is always going to benefit yeah, from absolutely. that. Absolutely, yeah. um, one single vision. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The I I found for me to, to Ben's point, the singing and some of the um, the score. Interesting. A lot of things I read, people were praising the score, and I'm like, do you know what? The score drove me nuts. To be completely honest, a lot of this um, throaty singing and just nonsense garbles, and and just at times I thought it was inappropriate, and just. They could have cut thirty to forty minutes from unnecessary slow mo, and <laughs> and, and 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 that sort of soundtrack. Now the soundtrack whenever Wonder Woman appeared yeah, on screen, mind you, yes, and and in the the action sequences, it was really good. Mm. But there's there's yeah. scenes of just Lois just standing there staring at something for forty five seconds, and I get that there's emotion yeah, behind that, and like right. 
you only needed about maybe 15 to 20 seconds to establish that you didn't need to drag that out yeah. anyway um but overall pretty good well, i managed to do it. we managed to do it in one sitting because my wife was like nah let's just rip the band-aid off right. and, and get it done so uh, th- yeah just what speaking did think of it? yeah yeah she liked it yeah yep speaking of the soundtrack i really miss in the tunnel sequence which we know from mm. the wedding version theatrical release there's a there's a bit in there where Batman is behind the controls of that kind of machine that he's the driving. Walker, yep. The, yep, and you hear that Danny Elfman soundtrack worked in right. Oh, okay. From, from, like from Batman to, from 1989, yep, it's built. Yeah. It's part of yep. the score. Yep, mm. and that was nowhere to be seen. Yeah, and yeah, that yeah. really hurt to me yep, yeah. because that moment gave me goosebumps in the theatrical release. Yep, and it was gone. Now I get it. I I understand why that decision was yeah. made but yep. that kind of hurt and there were there were I guess a few moments that I felt like I kind of missed yep. that Wedden had put in but overall this is a much more cohesive film yep. it makes yep. a lot more sense it's a lot darker yeah well, that, yep. I was just going to say darker. that I was going to say that like so you've got the Justice League you've got every kid looking up to the Justice League as they do to the Avengers but this is not something I'm going to show my kids, no, you right? Can't. Not, not, uh, um, you know, not because it's four hours long. They, their interest levels will, you no. know, they'll go and play toys and come back for the action scene and then go back and play toys. Mm. That's not that, you know, take that aside. The there's no jokes in it. There's no, no you know, um, <laughs> there's nothing to keep <laughs> it's not, them. It's not a joyous kind of film. That's is right. It? No. And we all talk about, you know, oh, I want a super gritty He-Man. I want, you know, mm. Battle Cat. Um, I don't want Battle Cat talking sort of thing. Now that I've seen Justice League and I've seen that more mature side and and as a parent, I'm like, oh man, I can't, I don't think my kids would enjoy yep. this. I now think differently to a He-Man movie that I it needs to be showcased to kids. Therefore, they're going to buy the toys. Yep. Yeah. Therefore, you know, the, the property, the property is going yeah. to live on. Yeah, and this is the you know, reason we will yeah. never get, well, like not in the first instance, yep. a super gritty He-Man film. It just yep. doesn't yep. make no, any sense. No. Yep. For what the property is about, yeah, and what tell is about. An, no, but that's you, an example. You're right. Yeah, like, yeah. You're right. Everyone, that's what you wish for. Yeah, yeah. And this is what you get. Not saying it's it's a bad film, mm. but I had the exact same thing. Callum came in while I was watching it, and I was there with the the stop button, ready to stop yeah. it. As you know, Steppenwolf just cuts the head off an Amazon. Yeah, you know, and, yeah. and yeah. blood goes everywhere. Yeah. Like so. It's cool for you and I, but you can't have that same yeah. experience yeah. with the family. Yeah, and you're never going to walk down a Kmart aisle and see figures no. on the on the shelves. No. It's only direct to our, you know website links and things like yeah. that that we're going to be able to pick them up. So it, it, it doesn't have that colourful element to be a toy yes. to attract children mm-hmm. yes. to it. No, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. All right, last bit of news before we jump on to the retrospective is a bit of Back to the Future news, and this is the reaction Absolutely. line. Hey, now, Darren, I'd love to get your thoughts on this, but four new figures and not, not a new character in sight. We've got two <laughs> more two more Docs you and two more so Martys. Well. Uh, radiation Suit Marty, regular Marty, I guess with Skateboard, yep. Doc Brown with Einstein, and 50s Doc with his mind-reading contraption accessory. I'm guessing that only Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd have signed toy deals. Well, I don't think uh, Crisp- Crispin Glover certainly hasn't signed No, toy no, deal. no, he hasn't. Um, um, and he's not likely to anytime soon. It, sadly, look, but... I, I find this a little bit disappointing. It is. That... I would have loved to see four unique characters. Absolutely. And don't mind getting another Doc and Marty, but where's where's kind of another Biff or... Yeah. Lorraine. You know, or Lorraine. Or, Lorraine, Lorraine, exactly. or Lorraine yep. or Buford or, you know, something, some bit of diversity. Even a Strickland man yeah. would, would be cool. Wasn't, wasn't Necker teasing Biff? Uh, sorry, yeah, I, think, I think Necker's teasing Nick. Griff. Griff, sorry. Griff. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. are. Because he's got Griff, the bat. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And that's cool. I'm really looking forward to Griff. But having said that, that basically reinforces my concerns you know basically you're releasing figures play as played based on characters as played by michael j fox christopher lloyd thomas f wilson because that's that's yeah, the that's, line yeah. so far for back to the future um see so because they've already done a biff and you know they've done like four versions of marty and and a doc and you know where's the diversity you know what i mean yeah. and they get me wrong i'm grateful that we're getting it is you know, it looked like we were never going to get a Back to the Future line, and I'm grateful for whatever we get. But I'd love them to go deeper, and Lorraine and and Jennifer, and you know, maybe a George as based on the second film, probably breaching some copyright though, given that he's that Crispin Glover sued them for the prosthetics um, being used. But you know, just 
you know, go deep, man. You know, um, there's so much to those films. You know? do, you, do you think the market's there though? Like, other than you buying five of each figure, <laughs> like, are, is there like? I love Back to the Future, don't get me wrong. I've seen those movies many times. I've got mates who, you know, one of my mates, when he finished high school, he said, the, only, the first thing I'm going to do, because I've got now got all this time on my hands, is I'm going to map the entire timeline and go, this is where Back to the Future, and this ties back to that. I don't know if he ever did it or not, but, uh, th- you know, he's really passionate. He's not going to buy these figures, I can tell you that. No. Like, I don't know that there's... That action figures for a movie, but it's a re- it's it a reaction line. Yeah. So their their I guess penetration in the market is the expectation of that is a lot less. I think mm. I think if you if you put all the reaction properties up on a wall, I think this one will do relatively well sure. compared to some some of the other obscure ones they've used. But this is fascinating because I'm the same. The, and obviously, I'm in a you know what we call a tea stop, so I'm not I'm not actively buying toys. But part of that rationale is I love the movies, but I I don't feel I need figures yep. for that. Like if I'd had them as a kid and I played with them as a kid, there'd be a lot more nostalgia for it. It's a really interesting question now for me and, and collecting. And while I was really interested in your the thing, Necker figure, because these are things we love. And do we need a toy representation of that, which is really an adult, in the truest sense, an adult collectible, an mm, adult yep. item, because it's not a representation or a recreation of a figure we had growing yeah. up. Cause, yeah, because I can I can imagine putting him, the Thing uh, character, RJ, whatever his name is, uh, with, next to Terminator and Robocop. Sure. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, that, yeah. sort of in that little it's corner that of universe, my right? shelf. Sure. Yep. You know, Fits so in. yeah. And be done. I don't even need the monster. You know, yeah. I just... Uh, Kurt Russell's awesome, you know? So, anyway. I mm. guess for me, um, it's an interesting point because I'll give you two polar opposite examples. When they announced the, the boys when uh, the boys line, you know, for me, I love the boys as, as a series and, yep. and that, but I don't need to buy the toys. But Back to the Future was something I wanted right from the moment I saw it when it was a new release film. I wanted a toy line based on... Yeah, so this is meeting that unfulfilled need. So, yeah, Yeah. it's an unfulfilled childhood dream to to get a line. So, you know, there's not too many categories that fill that space for me that didn't get a toy line that I felt, you know, I always wanted as a kid. You know, and and I think we talked about it on a previous episode when when we did our, you know, what's your line that was never a line that you wish was a line kind of thing, you know. In my mind as a kid, they were always, for whatever reason, in the scale of the kind of superpowers figures with that knee articulation. That was what I'd always... In- well, they need to go in a DeLorean. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's <laughs> or, right. Or ride a horse. Yeah, that's right. And that was what I'd envisioned they would have been as, as a kid. So, yeah, I guess for me, NECA doing that, doing the Ultimates line has sort of scratched that itch. For sure. All righty, let's jump into our next segment. Vintage Twilight. You've got to come back with me. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I bring you a vintage toy line retrospective, and today's topic is well, it's meant to be Godzilla. Unfortunately, I haven't done my homework, Ooh. and oh, I have oh, nothing no. prepared. What? Oh no! This is um, this is a. Uh, First time awkward. in toy, toy <laughs> power history. Yeah. Yes. Well, and in fact, we have had toy retrospectives where we haven't done our homework, <laughs> but we've just gone with it. Yeah. And yep. no one's. Have, did anyone notice? Uh, you know, we make it sound believable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Editing's yeah. a wonderful thing. That's it. Yeah. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm no David Damaged. I can't fly by the seat of my pants. So. <laughs> Look, instead, I hastily grabbed some toys off my shelf when I left home, and maybe we can make something out of that. Darren, can you reach into that box next to my foot there and help me out, please? I certainly can. <laughs> so would you like me to open it or just pass it to you, or...? <laughs> what are you wow. looking at, Darren? What yeah, are they? Look at they are Master's Universe Origins figures. They are <laughs> sensational. They are magic. They truly it's almost are. like this was set up. <laughs> yes, we, and, <laughs> we have catfished Darren here yeah, and have, substituted 
Godzilla for Motu Origins. The, 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 the um, He Man. And so Darren's gone for the rest of the Darren, episode. Darren, on the run Many sheet, this was. Um, <laughs> on the run sheet, this was tagged as a Godzilla, but it was always intended to be an Origins review. So, Scotty, you know, that, that he has done his homework very well, as is the studious, studious nature of. As have you gentlemen, because this didn't leak. It didn't leak. I have no idea. We have Zodak. <laughs> And um, Evil Lynn. You don't, you don't have to name them all, mate. So, <laughs> yes, so, does. so this is this is my first time yeah. holding an Origin sticker. Yeah. Um, and this probably maybe for all you Walmart people that have WalMarts in your part of the world, um, you've had access to these. And I think even with Amazon, you've probably got a lot of these off Amazon, Scott, because you've gone. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'm loving these. I've got Skeletor <gasps> in my hand. Sorry. Um, so Ben's, what, Ben's just pulled the uh, arm no, off. I, 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 so that's one of the things I want to do tonight. I want to mix and match and see how they look because I think that's the playability mm. yeah. uh, that the you know a, 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 appeals to kids. You know, and as wacky as an orange beast man leg would look like on Skeletor, it, you, I can do that. So I want to do it. You know what I mean? Uh, I can do it. Yeah. So I'm gonna do yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. I'm not gonna sp- display him like that, but I just yeah you know m- mash up my own character so. That, you know what? That can I just give my first reaction to this because it's quite, it's quite a um, nostalgic experience that I'm having here. I can see why Darren's kind of you know just lost, lost. with a big grin on his face at the moment. <laughs> but it it feels like a real master's toy. Yeah. Right. Like this feels well. Yeah. Like, it, but it, it, it's having a very because like think about what we've got with masters. We got the um, new adventures line, which didn't feel yep. really anything like vintage masters it was yep. its own thing we got the commemoratives which were just reissues right yep oh, no, it's even got two, action features <laughs> 2000 and X which was very very different and then classics which was totally for the adult market the yep. stactions all that mm. sort of stuff now I finally feel I'm getting a, a, a real toy again yeah, like, a, like a true fun, yeah. but a, a very playable kind of um, toy so uh, now, yeah, now what did you get so I've got okay. Beastman here and uh, I've got him sort of, you know, ready to whip someone, like very uh, Blade-esque, you know, in the movie, <laughs> ready to uh, whip He-Man when he's, uh, you know... Been a naughty boy. That's right. <laughs> and and it's the pose I can get Beastman in. Like, oh, you know, yeah. sitting that him with his arm out outstretched, the other arm, you know, tilted back, ready to, you know, throw the hammer down on the uh, helpless victim. And I, you just can't get that in, in the vintage liners. You know, it's yep. very static and... The only one I've got, thanks to Scott, is uh, Scareglow, yep. and I played with that for a good twenty minutes, just yep. posing it and seeing what it could do, and uh, amazing. But uh, seeing now the other characters in hand, uh, I'm very, very impressed. Um, it's al- this is almost dangerous. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've uh, I've got Battle Cat in my hands here. Sorry, Leanne Hanna. I know that this is one a uh, good friend Gilly has been uh, annoying you with. Um, the thing that impresses me about it is actually it's got. It's got head articulation, but then also like a, a deeper neck joint. So he can actually point his head at the sky and roar because, do you know what? That's what Battle Cat bloody yeah, does. that's what he does. All the like. time. Yep. And uh, it's very, very cool. The red is uh, very much brighter than the original, which yes. is closer to maroon, maroon but yeah. it pops. Like, it, it really works. Amazing. I'm, uh, funny enough, it's interesting when you are seeing photos for so long yeah. and then you hold it in your hand. I felt that the colours on these through the photos were a little bit tepid. Yep. Holding them in my hands now, they are super vibrant. Look at that man at arms. They yeah. pop. Oh, they? like that. And the trap jaw. Because that, that oh. was my concern is that uh, companies these days almost uh, uh, steer away from that super bright. Like they yeah. just, they've got an yep. aversion yep. to it being too bright. And these guys have just, ne- Mattel have just gone with it. They've just gone, that's what it was known for. Mm-hmm. Let's just mm-hmm. do that again. Mm-hmm. Like, look. To some degree, they're brighter than their original counterparts. Like that man at arms, orange on his armor would have been more of a mustardy color. Mm. Yeah. If I'm thinking of it right, you can probably check up there. I'm looking uh, behind uh, you. He <laughs> might have. I think I've moved him actually over there. But um, yeah, just beautiful, beautiful, bright colors. Who's who's the key? So you've had a bit of a play with these, Scott. Who's the standout like mm. wow factor of these characters? 
Beast Man, the guy yep. yeah. you, you you started with. Yeah. That's the one that's really uh, impressed me. I was uh, I wasn't horribly excited to open him when I got him, but uh, the posability as you had him pointing with one yeah. hand forward and yeah. that whip action coming from behind, he was just really really good. Was that something breaking? No, no, no. That was <laughs> me knocking the, the mic. They've got a uh, swivel on the um, thigh, like uh, on the, the sort boot. of the boot. Yeah, yeah, boot swivel. Yep, that's cool. That. And knee articulation. There he goes. Between you. Yeah. Skeletor on ba- uh, Panther. Yeah, Freaking that looks wicked. It looks brilliant, doesn't it? So how deep are you going in this, Scott? You're Pretty going... deep from the look yeah. of it. Yeah. I'm, I'm going <laughs> all the way. Yeah, yeah. Ben, it needs to be reunited yeah. with Smaster. Yeah. I'm buying everything through Amazon yep. at, at the moment because uh, it's reasonably priced. It's, it's what I'm happy to pay for them. Yep. And Darren as well. I'm buying for Darren at the same time. Yeah, because you're an absolute legend and I can't <laughs> thank you enough, man. Because, you know, ironically... Th- if I wasn't buying them, this very moment would make me want to go out and buy them. You know, they're just incredible. Like, who would have thought, man? <laughs> you know, um, that that um, you know, masters could just nail it again for me. I'm noticing never here cease well. to disappoint. This battle cat, not disappoint. The battle cat. I think it's the same on your Panthor there, Ben. They put little um, paint apps, yeah. little shiny sheens, just very subtle. On these like um, spike parts on the saddle, that's a touch I wasn't expecting on a figure of this price point. Like a gloss finish, little gloss nice. finish, just yes. but like it's it's subtle, and I think that's nice because it's keeping that kind of vintage toy aesthetic. Um, look at Ben; he's posing away. I love look it. I love it. He's already picturing the uh, the photographs nice. he could take with something like this. Is there anyone announced, Scott, that you're like thinking, no, I'm, I'm not keen on them because you've gone deep. You know, this Orko. is the first three waves. Okay, you're okay, not keen. You Orko. Go no, Orko. Okay, really, not happening. I okay. kind of like him compared to the vintage one in particular. I find the Origins one to be really appealing, personally. Well, he's a filmation author. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Can I have uh, Trapdoor and Shiva, please? <laughs> My name's Deglo over here. I like, yeah. can't wait. Can for I that. have That's Adam? Awesome. So, any, so we've seen Roboto's got action features. Are there yeah. any other action features aside from Trapdoor and things that can you know swap out his arms and stuff? But uh, oh, any many other faces. ones? Yeah, many yeah. faces. It's got his uh, three cool. faces. Yeah, right. That's yep. there. Scare Glow obviously glows in the dark. Yes, I've tested that multiple times. That was great fun. I, I think I had five of them in packet at one point and took a photo yeah, of them all yeah, lit up. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. That was good fun to do. Do you reckon I can uh, grab the Scare Glow? I'm really interested in the cape on. Yeah. Oh, okay, so oh, there you go. Plastic. It's a plastic yes, cape. Yes, it is. Yep. That is, but it's it's very cleverly sculpted to mm-hmm. look like a mm-hmm. material. Yeah, yeah, it's very impressive. Sorry, Chris Fresh, I have to uh, disagree with you. Trapjaw looks awesome in hand, uh, and <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't convinced by the black eyes when I saw the photos. I think he looks cool. He does in look hand, cool. Yeah. He looks really cool. Yeah. He's got a very round face as opposed to the more sort of uh, oval face I think mm. the original one has. But in hand. Uh, next to, you know, Skeletor and He-Man and things, he looks, you know, really cool. And just the poses you can get him into, like uh, ready yeah. to uh, throw that uh, mechanical arm at someone in a uh, fight is just, oh, it's very cool. And I know Mitch is uh, pretty deep in these yeah, as well. Exactly. So mm. When I had Trapped Your post at home on my shelf, I've got him post like a zombie from Michael Jackson's Thriller. <laughs> <laughs> and he genuinely looks like a zombie. It's yes. really, really good. Now, can you tell me, I've got, I'm holding Scareglow in my hand. This may be similar for other figures, Scott. He's got the, like the original figures, one of the hands looks like it can grip a weapon and mm-hmm. the other's kind of like the more open hand. Yep. Do these come with alternate hands so you can have two closed hands? No, they no. don't. What, what, what you get with a figure, attached to the figure, is essentially what uh, you're going to receive. Yes. Okay. Some of them have got packed in alternate accessories like Trapjaw and Roboto. Yep. You've got mm-hmm. additional arms that you can put on. Do you get regular arms with uh, Trapjaw and Roboto? Or, um, no, you don't. No, okay. No. Just, just, yeah. See, I reckon that's a uh, you know, deluxe later yeah, 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 on yeah, that yeah, they yeah. might want to Can I do. have a look at Shiva, please? <laughs> yeah, Thank and they've you. got the US Target um, Keldor and Cronus yes. two-pack, so they probably didn't want to step on that by giving Trapjaw. And look, with Shira, you can even flip it upside down and recreate that's her uh, original um, mask where, yeah. where she looks through the eye sockets mm. and things as opposed to Give the... Give me sight, be on sight. Oh, wait, that's headdress. the wrong cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> um, and non-rooted hair, which is probably yes. one of the... And and you were speaking about Skeglo's cape. Cloth, yeah. uh, the, uh, Shira's actually cloth. got cloth uh, goods as opposed to the plastic. So that, And it works. It, it works beautifully. 
I feel like that's a homage to the original line because yes. there was yeah. a lot of cloth goods yep. in that original Princess of Power yep. stuff. Yeah, Roboto with his. <laughs> and and she d- cool. and she does have a very nice face. So I, I think her sword could be a bit bigger. Though. <laughs> it yeah, looks like a dagger. The, the yeah. sword is a bit yeah. undersized. Yeah. yeah. And the a bit like we saw in the pictures, the the her skirt, which is this <laughs> sight beyond sight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Her skirt is um weird. Like it's it's a, it looks like it's meant to be torn, or maybe that's just how the fabric has yeah. sort of come out yep. for the factory. But I don't know. I'm not I'm not feeling the in this like scare glow. Same as Ben. I've got uh, one of these thanks to Scotty on my shelf. I really like how the cape is plastic but made to look like fabric yeah i kind of feel like they could have gone the same thing with shearer because the those little white bits of fabric aren't aren't really doing it for yeah. me to be honest she can't they, turn her head no that's it oh because she's got yeah. she's got a big mane of yeah. plastic hair doesn't she yeah mm. now guys you asked before if i was all in on this line yeah 100 percent. to yeah. the point to the point where i check amazon every single day yeah. to see what else has been released these are the first three waves we've got in mm. hand I've got a little bit from Wave 4 on its way, but they're not showing up on Amazon just yet. They are in stores in the US. Yeah. A little bit jealous to see guys posting pictures of them. Yeah, I'll send They've got that. that experience where they can walk into a, a Target or a Walmart, yeah. and they literally have a wall dedicated to Masters. Yeah. And sometimes they're empty, and sometimes it's full, and you just get that tinge of jealousy to be able to, mm-hmm. like... What you do? I, I feel it too every time I see it. Yeah, know, that's, that's the experience I want. I want to be able to walk into a, a Kmart or a Target or a Maya here and just, great, I'm going to buy yeah. a, a, a He-Man, a Skeletor. The other ones are brought at retail. I'll keep those nicely packed away yeah. in their original packaging. Yeah, I'm the same. Um, particularly a store that... I got the vintage line from. If I could, you know, see them at a Big W or a Target or Kmart, Maya, Toy World, whoever, you know, and think, you know, I got this particular character from that store, particularly if it was that location, that to me would, that that would just make my century. You know, <laughs> yeah. it really would. Uh, because... You're, you, I knew you were old, Darren, but far out. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> truth, truth hurts. <laughs> but we've never, I've never had that really because... Um, you know, we kind of got a glimpse of it with 2002, uh, but so little of that line was released here. Um, wave 1 and the final Snake Man wave. And that's pretty much it. See, now this is what I wanted to see, right? <laughs> this, is, oh, this is what I wanted to play with. This is where the kids' imagination yeah, com- yeah. comes yeah. into play. I've just ripped off Trapjaw's uh, robotic arm and I've stuck it on <laughs> He-Man's and he's He-Man's looking a bit distressed because he's like, <laughs> what the hell? But... I just, you know, this is just one part of many that, you know, you could have a field day and create completely unique characters to your own uh, collection by just buying a couple of extra figures and, uh, you know, kit bashing them without breaking the seals and repainting them and all yeah. that sort of jazz. Uh, I, I think that's a, an amazing, you know, feature, option. Yeah. yeah, feature and option. Now, uh, one other question. So, you, Scott, you said you're all in. Are you going to go down the deep dive variant line? So, you've got Merman there. Are you going to go for the uh, Arcala, you know, Lords of Power or whatever it is, um, you know, Merman that's going to come out that looks different? Not an itch that I need to scratch, mate. Okay. No. Yep, yep, so, yep. just like the, the regular Correct. kind of stuff. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, cool. That'll be yep. more than happy to have those yep. guys. Yeah, yep. yeah fair yeah. enough. And cool. I, get a, I get a real sense of excitement when that email comes through from Amazon to say, <laughs> your parcel's coming today. <laughs> yes. And then you pull up in the driveway at home and that box is sitting there waiting for you. And it's it's a rush. It's a real sensation <laughs> of, yeah, I'm, I'm so looking forward to opening these guys. I didn't have them as a kid growing up. Yep. Well, I, I had four of them growing up. So for me... Opening the majority of these figures is a brand new, fresh experience. Yeah, it is a cool. kid-like experience for me. Well, they're, so they're, which they're... four did you have as a kid? I had uh, He-Man, Man-at-Arms, and Teela. And uh, poor old Webster was a solo villain who took a thrashing <laughs> on basis. <laughs> yep, yep. So you, uh, these, and the, you know, buying them at $25 or whatever you pay for them uh, on Amazon is far cheaper than you can buy vintage figures complete these days. That's know? another factor as yeah. well. Yeah, that's yep. exactly right. I've yep. got um, good copies of most of the original eight, which I'm happy to have. Nice. But having these figures in hand takes away the need to yep. go and spend $50, $60 on a, on a vintage figure. Yeah. yeah, Or even more in the yeah, cases like of a, a Scareglow. A Scareglow. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. that you can have on... I mean, you could put that with your vintage figures, Frank. I have. And 
Mm-hmm. Really, I mean, for your purposes, being in that toy room, complete. A- any more than three, any more than three feet away, and you don't know the difference. Yeah. Like, it'll be the same. Probably as far as this line, you know, I'm using that to pick up the likes of Ninjor and King Randor and some of those really expensive late run, hard to find ones. Yep. And uh, just to plug those little holes in my vintage collection. Fantastic. Yeah. Why not? Beautiful. So, well, do, you, do you guys have a favourite from what we've been handing around the table? Well, I don't know, because Merman's still in the box, so... Ah, well, <laughs> I have one last thing to do before we close the segment out. Darren, a while back we had a discussion, and uh, what did you promise to do if I got this segment to come to air? If you got the... the um, if you got Trent, Ben, and Frank to agree to it, which I never thought they would, <laughs> um, then I said that I would be happy to do an opening. My friend, here you go. Hey, Open hey, this hey, figure on air. And, and just on that, that's a good carded figure. It's a good like carded it's, figure. Yeah. You sure you want me to do this, man? Yeah, yeah, go for it. I'll be as gentle as I can with the card. I can't play from a. I can't play with it while I'm still in this packaging. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, what? What? True. How uh, is your experience been with getting them? Uh, you know, from Amazon and things because I've heard some horror stories. Yeah, seen some awful. Pictures. Or you don't care. Well, you're opening them. I'm, so I'm going I'm to yeah. open them. So when they generally come through, there's uh, generally three of each in in the box. There's Two for Darren, one for me. And I will go through and I'll pick out the ratty-looking ones because I'm going to open them. I don't care about the packaging and I'll give the better quality ones through to Darren. But, yeah, the the delivery I got the other day had 30-odd figures in it Mm. and you you would think they've literally kicked it from Los Angeles across the ocean to Australia. They were bent and busted. But that's the price of free shipping. Sure, Mm. but the figures... There's no breakages, no right? No they're but rock solid. If you want mint on card, maybe you go through a... You go to a Bulletproof Villain, yeah, Bulletproof you know, Villain or one of those guys. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Robo Toys, and you buy from them, and you're going to get pristine. Yeah. That's so cool. I've got Zodak here, and he can hold his gun yep. underneath, like, ready supporting to... It. Yeah, yep. Supporting it. Yeah, supporting it as if it's uh, going to blast, and he needs to hold it for recoil, you know? <laughs> I just... Things that you just never even dreamed of doing within the original no. vintage line, and uh, yeah. So do you reckon this is a, there's an interesting question from a lot of, I guess you know adult collectors as this stuff comes out, right? And the added so basically keeping the original aesthetic, but just adding articulation to it, and interchangeability of the arms and stuff. Do you think that was the right move to remarket it to kids? What think- you're holding in your hand. Was there anything else they should have done with these, or do you reckon they've pretty much nailed it? Me, uh, I think they've nailed it. Yeah. Like I think because keeping that fifteen dollar price sure. point in the US and yeah. twenty five dollars, which I Australian, think you need, to, yeah. to hit this at mass retail. Yeah. You know, when we're talking about Star Wars Black Series going up, to, unaffordable. You know, sixty dollars and things. Yeah. Uh, the fact that some of the new movie toys aren't even making it to uh, you know retail because they're just straight to adult collectors. Yeah. Nothing at all for the kids. I think it's important to have the yep. different levels of uh, availability for the different price points of collectors out there. You know, look at Transformers and things. You've got all sorts of... You've got the mini bots and things that the kids yeah. can grab, and if for Christmas they can get a big, you know, deluxe class leader or whatever. Um, but, you know, Master Universe, they need to have those different yep. levels to suit different collecting needs. I think there's a real chance... The thing about this too, the packaging, the mini comics, you know, the overall homage to the vintage line is such that it would speak to parents as well who are like, yeah, I remember, you know, these are like the He-Man figures I had growing up or the, you know, and I think that could help swing a dad, I want that. Well, yeah, okay, fair enough. I, I wanted that when I was a kid too. So, <laughs> so Dad, I or, want that. Or I had it. Or I had it as a kid. Dad, I want that. Well, unfortunately, there's only one of them, so that's yep. coming home with Dad, and you'll have to wait till the next trip to the store. <laughs> yeah. I just worked out these guys have got have got head articulation. Yes, as they well. do. They yeah. can yeah. they can look up and down. Really cool. Mm. I'm actually really, to be honest, they're incredible. I'm super impressed with the engineering on these as well. Yep. The ankle joints, you know, even on our classics, and they're a bigger, bulkier figure. Yep. The classics, but you know, here, I haven't found a real a loose joint on these ankles at all. Mm. And they're so, nice and tight. Yeah. You know, uh, articulation, like I it's like. It's good. Yeah, yeah. It's really well done. So yep. you know, I'm blown away. 
Now, from the Merman we've just opened, we do have a mini comic. We now, do, and it has words. It ha- does have words yes. in it. Um, so this, all the ones, Scotty, that you've opened have had words in them, correct? A mixed bag. Some mixed come from bag. the UK, which don't have words. Right. And those that come from the US do. <laughs> UK, they don't speak English. <laughs> they do words. No one in England can speak English. <laughs> the distinction on the packaging, if you look at the top guys here, it's got new for 21 or mm. new for 20 for the earlier releases. That's the US version. Right. right. Yep, yep. Wonderful. Are, are they a lot of different comics, or are you getting a, a few double ups? Or you get, uh, you get the one same comic per wave. Yes. Yeah, right. So okay, if, sure. if there's six or four figures, that entire assortment gets the same comic. There you go. So. But it's so cool, man. You know, one. And uh, Man Brilliant. at Arms has his moustache. He's got the moustache. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's got the mo. I think it works. I like it. Yeah, yeah I like the I like the Man at Arms. Yeah. You know what I like about this mini comic too is that it gives me hope for the future. There's like a talent fighter in it, so yeah, cool. You, you know, right. um, which I think is sweet because that leaves me thinking maybe we're getting the talent fighter in Origins. Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you, Scott, for bringing these in. This has made Darren's night. Look at him; he's been smiling all the way <laughs> home. That was but, the whole reason yeah, behind this segment yeah, was put a big smile on Darren's face. Yeah. We yeah, did want to witness that. We did keep it a secret for that very reason. But... I was just blown away by yeah. it, man. Um, they're so incredible. You know, it makes me want my own set. Mate, you've got to work. Yeah, I do. <laughs> you, just, you just need to practice opening man, uh, Merman on your own figures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, wonderful. All right. One other news point I, I we sort of uh, forgot to mention was uh, Guillermo's uh, oh, yes. Plastic Chats. So, mm. obviously, he's uh, lining up the season two of Plastic Crack, and that is uh, you know going to come out eventually. A very, very exciting documentary. And in, to tie over the time delay and things that season two is taking to be released, he's got a Plastic Crack... Uh, plastic, like, sorry, Plastic like Chat... Chats. Uh, documentary thing talking to individual collectors on uh, different subjects and things and uh, it it looks really interesting I'm very keen to see where that airs and how it airs and uh, it's an audio sorry it's a visual format as well as an audio format I believe so um, watch this space as soon as we get some more information and congratulations to Gilly Um, yeah he's Mm. an amazing man and working hard mm, very talented and and achieved much for our community it's fantastic to see see him doing that and I still want to know what's in that box that cliffhanger come on (laughs) let me know especially especially knowing what you know now about the indie oh uh, yeah exactly it is indie who knows it would be fantastic All right, awesome. Thank you so much to our special guest, Scott, for coming in and, and setting up that vintage toy line Godzilla. I mean, um, He-Man Origins <laughs> retrospective. My pleasure. Uh, wonderful to have you on, as always. And to everyone out there, I hope to see you around the toy aisles. So I just want to say, Master of the Universe lips and two thumbs up to Origins. Whoa! <laughs> so, um, but also wanting to wish everyone um, health and safety um, this time in the world. And um, just remember, Master Universe Origins is out there, out there now. I'm going to start um, playing the music. I'm going to cut so you off. Until next time, the, the, the good journey. Da, 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 nice one, Darren. <laughs> you can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast. At Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. Or have your say and email us, toypowerpodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher, and please leave us a review. Otherwise, we just assume we're awesome. We are a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. Check out all the awesome shows on this awesome network full of okay people. Want to learn more? Go to giantsizeteamup.com, where you can find us and a whole lot more awesome shows. Well, they're not more awesome than us, but... Yeah. Oh, oh, oh.